Hey everybody, you're listening to the I'm Just Saying podcast with Justin Worley. I have a great guest on today. He's a very funny guy. He's a co-worker of mine, Griffin LaFoot, which is not his real name, and we discussed that throughout. We discussed his relationship with his wife, where he grew up, moving around constantly as a child, and uh, different experience him and I both had throughout our lives. Uh, we discussed my relationship. We get into who Justin Worley kind of is a little bit on here too. And uh, we just discuss and pretty much shit on each other for the entire length of this podcast. Hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, here's episode three. I'm just saying, I don't get upset. Let's get to the bottom of it. I'm just saying, don't you take it Griffin LaFoot. <laughs> Horrible name. And you'll all soon realize who this person really is. But uh, we are co-workers. And he's an interesting guy. He's a funny guy. And I decided that he would be a great guest for the I'm Just Saying show with myself, Justin Worley. So, Griffin LaFoot, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, let's talk a little bit about you and uh, your upbringing and let the people know kind of who you are. So you grew up not just in the local area here in, uh, well, Berks County, Pennsylvania. You grew up in Pennsylvania, but not necessarily here. So where did where was Griffin LaFoot born? Can we start off quick by just going over a situation that occurred before I got here? We can. We can definitely get there. And by the way, if all the chewing you heard... Griffin LaFoot, well, I'm not going to call him Griffin LaFoot anymore. I'm going to call him LaFoot. LaFoot is uh, having my meat in his mouth right now, just in case everybody's wondering why the chewing is going on. And when you bite into the meat, the juices just flow. It's, it's, it's crazy. My juices flow. and by the, Into my mouth. Yeah, so they do. I actually got some on my shirt. It's crazy. Yes. Um, Let's get back to the beginning. Like we want to, I kind of want people to know who you are before the controversy before today's show. Yes, jingle your keys as loud as you want because that's good. People like to hear jingling keys on the show and papers being taken out of your pocket. So again, get closer to the mic. And uh, yeah, where were you? Where was uh, your early years? Where were your early years in this world? Well. Started off, I was born in Abington, Pennsylvania. We lived in Abington for a few years. Uh, went from Abington to New Smithville, which is outside of Neutropoli. Uh, from there, we went out to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh? What did you think of Pittsburgh? I was young. You don't remember any? How old were you? One, two, three. So you never really lived in Pittsburgh. 
We lived in Pittsburgh on and on. You never really lived in Pittsburgh. We did. My dad was a disc jockey before ah. everything got crazy and he became a bum. And who was your dad? <laughs> he became a bum. That's nice. Yes. So who was your dad? He, he was who a, is your dad? He was a disc jockey for WMMR and a few other places. Few oh, other shit. Stations. He, he uh, you know, liked to work at some point, but then just stopped. So. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Why does that make him a bum? We'll get into that. Okay. So then we moved out to Pittsburgh, back to Pennsylvania, or back to the Philadelphia <laughs> area. From there, we went out to Sacramento. Um, my, my younger brother was born in Sacramento. Uh, then from there, we went to Maryland, back to Pittsburgh, back to, you know, the Neutropolia area. Um, out to Missouri, out to Georgia, out to Florida. We lived a little bit in Iowa, a little bit in, just all over Jesus the Christ. What'd you do in Missouri and Iowa? <clears throat> Watched pigs. <laughs> Literally, there's nothing to do out there. It's it's it's, it's a weird place. Uh, the people out there are really slow. I felt like I was ahead for the first time in my life when I was out there. So it's, really, oh, dude. And we both know that's not true. So it totally is not true at all. So Missouri, and I, so you moved around a lot as a young kid. What when did when you moved from Pennsylvania to? Well, from Abington to you were you were young there, so there probably wasn't a big transition for you at that time. No. So when it comes to so Pittsburgh was irrelevant, but Iowa and Missouri. How old were you there? Uh, Missouri would have been like eleven, twelve. Okay, so that's a little tougher because you've made friends. Oh no, we never made any friends. You? No. Really? So you weren't like in school, eleven, twelve? You're starting to. Build relationships with people. Literally, we probably, me, my brothers, and my sister, probably about 20 to 25 different schools. Jesus Christ. There were times that we were in about three different schools a year. So it it can be tough. It can be tough and challenging as a kid when you go from school to school, from place to place. It's Can it be tough to get closer to the microphone? (laughs) It seems like your dad never taught you in all the years of his radio experience how to speak into a microphone. No, no. No microphone worked for me as a child, unfortunately. Just So you just had to go through each school, each different school, 25 schools, and you kind of had to go in and, like, and just have this cold personality because you didn't want to get close to anybody because you were, fuck it, I'm going to leave. I don't know when I'm going to leave. I mean, we move around tons. Well, yeah, no, I mean, it, when you go from place to place, I mean, we go from, like, I think the worst one was when we lived in Arizona. It was fucking bad. We lived right next to the border of Mexico, and it was just all Mexicans. So you were the one white kid in the school. I was the only gringo, as they would call me. <laughs> they call you the, gringo? Oh, yes. They called me gringo. And the things that happened there, it was like going to the zoo every day. Like what? Well, Pokemon was big back then. If you had a certain Pokemon card that somebody else wanted, you no longer had that card by the end of the day. Why? Um, what would happen? Oh, they would take it from you. How? Particularly me, because we couldn't afford Pokemon cards. (laughs) That's not even that funny, but I just got to make fun of you because you're here. Um, But it just... uh, Daily, you know, F-bombs thrown at the teacher, chairs being thrown at teachers, and I'm talking about third and fourth grade. Right. Uh, I've seen a kid get stabbed in the face with a pencil. Really? Yes. Jesus Christ. Mexicans can be wild. It's a nice generalization. Uh-huh. So that was eleven and th- around eleven and twelve. So it, was I accurate to say that you never really tried to make friends at that age? Mm, yeah, no. I mean, 
that wasn't a priority for me. I, I always, at every bid, wherever I went, I always played sports, so I knew people. That didn't necessarily bother me. I kind really? Of just, no, not really. I just kind of just did my thing on the field. People would know who I was. And That's insane to me that you never developed any, not developed, well, yeah, you never developed any relationships because for me, I hated school. I went there, though, to socialize. Like, I was involved in sports and stuff like too, and stuff like that, too, but I could never, I don't know, I built, I could, I don't think I could have went through it, like, just blinders on, I'm getting through my school day, and now I'm going to play sports, uh, yeah, hey, I know you, but I don't care about you, like, I tend to kind of, I tended to kind of build those relationships and learn how to deal with people and develop social skills through school, and you're saying you had none of that. Yeah, well, most of the time we lived in places like, like I said, Arizona. Uh, we lived down by Philly a couple of times. A lot of the schools that I went to it was more or less like you were in corrections. Sure. You know? It was like that. Really? It was basically on the lines of, you know, you're defending yourself. You didn't put up with shit. You didn't know somebody. People tend to be, you know, you know me from working with me. Back then, imagine this. I had long hair. <laughs> I have a large mole on my neck. Yes, you do. I notice that daily. It's yeah. a problem. You should do something. With Austin that. Powers was big back then, so moly, moly, moly. Ah, important, gotcha, yes. valuable thing that people yes. have to remind me of every five seconds yes. of every day. It's even better when they say it in, I guess it's Spanish, but El Molo. in their Mexican phrasing or however they did it. But, sure. So uh, that uh, buck teeth. Which I'm sure you've noticed as well. Yeah, oh, I talk a, about it every day. And a slight list. Uh, if you haven't picked that up list. over the microphone, yeah, it's we're, there. So there were many things that, you know... If that shorts out, I'm going to be pissed. Because you're sp- spraying your shit all over it. Well, can't help it. It's, it's Your meat made my mouth very watery. Oh, it tends to do that to a lot of people. Yeah, except for women. Yeah, yeah it's mostly men. Yeah, mostly usually. Men. Um, so... 11 and 12, you were bouncing all over the place. When did you finally settle down around here? Eighth, eighth grade. Okay, and, and that was at? Kutztown. Kutztown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how did that go for you? Because did you know you were going to actually... Well, first off, why did you move around so much? Because uh, of the radio thing? Well, my dad was in the radio. Then my mom became like a... Whatever. It's like a nurse's assistant or something like that. Or, or nurse, yeah, nurse's assistant, whatever that's called. Um, so she can get she can get work anywhere. So at a certain point, my dad he developed really bad diabetes, and uh, let's just say he likes to milk the system. Ah, I yes, got that. I understand yes. that. So he figured out that he didn't have to work, and he could get every single social program under the sun. And my mom would work third shift. Uh huh. So my mom working third shift, we hardly saw her. You know, it just became like a. Royal Rumble, WrestleMania every single day in my household because one, my mom was pissed off that my dad wasn't working. Two, I have two other brothers, which we try to kill each other every single day. <laughs> sure, our brothers do that. Um, I mean, you know this. You're a big wrestling guy. We're yeah. a big wrestling guy, so we just were at it every day. It was, it was always fun. So, what did your dad do during the day since he wasn't working? He cleaned the house. He was the stay-at-home mom, as you would say. So he wasn't like I would be, where I'd be just drinking all day. And Well, I mean, I don't have kids, so I, mean, I, can, I can afford to do that, I guess. Health-wise, no. But So, like, 
Could you do that? Like, if it was you and you were in that situation, could you sit at home every day and just know you're fucking the system? And go, I'm happy with life. This is what I want. I'm suspecting he probably did other things while I wasn't home, but never in front of us. Right. I mean, at least he had enough dignity in class for that, but, you know, it's just... I don't know what he did. I really don't. <laughs> well, you were young. You didn't pay attention to your dad yeah. at that age. I didn't pay attention. So he kind of, like, did his own thing. Who knows what he did. My mom would be sleeping all day long. And he'd get up, go to work. My dad would, you know, we'd come home. The house would be clean. Food would be ready. That's just the way it was. Well, so he seemed like he at least took care of you guys. Oh, yeah. He oh, definitely took care of us. That wasn't an, ever an issue. So, Kutztown. Did you know you were going to be here a while? Did you yeah, know at that yeah. point, or did you expect, oh, fuck it, here we go again, we're moving, and I'm not going to get close to anybody, because fuck this. No, I, uh, no, did not know. I came into Kutztown the same way I came into any other place, except there, they, it was like more of a country school, which was kind sure. of a change of pace for me, um, coming from some of the places that I was in. Um, but a lot of the kids there were kind of pussies. Sure. So when you... Well, hold, first off... Pussies into maybe not in their atmosphere, but you're coming from this hardened fucking. I'm the only white kid in a school getting picked on every day, and these kids are like, are not dealing with that because Kutztown, predominantly white area, um, they may have like one or two black kids a year in their school. One and a half. One and a half. Why, why is it one and a half? Well, we had a black kid uh, named Ryan Billingsley. That's a weird... That's a that's a very white name for a black kid. <clears throat> His that's, dad was a teacher in New York. Uh, so, I don't know why... His dad was a teacher in the New York, so Ryan is acceptable. Absolutely. LaShawn <laughs> is not a... Is not the, if I'm a teacher in New York, I'm not naming my son LaShawn. So then, uh, the other half black was... Uh, his name was Calvin, and he was half Italian and half black. Very cool guy. That's got to suck. Because yeah. Italians are, uh, can, can be very racist people. So that, the, when that relationship between his mother and father took place, it, it probably didn't go well. Because Italians, they don't mix normally. Traditional Italians do not mix races. Yeah. We talked about this earlier today. Yes, I think that, that's probably an accurate assessment on that. So you went to Kutztown and you thought everybody was a pussy. Well, not necessarily everybody, but people there were much softer than where I had grown up. Softer how? Uh, you basically would say, hey, fuck you. If you got a problem, you know, you and I can handle it. And then they would pretty much run away. That'd be it. As soon as you went back at them, that was it. It was over. It was over. I never had any real physical altercations. I had a few... But once I asserted dominance over certain people... You're like Caesar Milan training dogs. Once I asserted dominance, I mounted my (laughs) opponent and I put my crotch in his face and then he let me have his lunch money. Yes, we had another kid in our class. His name was Justin Sheets. Oh, wow. You're not allowed to say your name, but we'll just out Justin Sheets right in front of everybody. In front of all 63 people that listen to this. Well, the last time I checked, I thought it was like 32. You lost half of them. Fuck you! The, you got, the audio quality sucked. Hopefully it's better now. By the way, I have a big sausage in my mouth. And uh, I refreshed the screen. It is now up to 60-something. So anyway, go ahead. You and Justin Sheets. Justin Sheets. Son of the Sheets heir of the millionaire Sheets gas station firm. 
But go ahead. Yeah, he gave me shit the first day of school. I said, yeah, I'm new, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so am I. Everybody's laughing, having a good time. I'm just sitting there like, oh, it's cool. Got the same name, first day of school. Cool, maybe this guy's going to be my buddy. He came up to you the first day of school? Yeah. Yeah. It was good. good. seemed like a good kid. You know, as it went on, I took a notice that, you know, the joke was really on me, and I, I didn't take very fondly to that. So he was a fake friend at first. Oh no, not a fake friend. Fake friend. He more or less he went there his entire life and. Just oh no, but to you making an ass out of ah, him. Ah, gotcha. So he decided because he was a big soccer player, a lot of soccer fags and. Um, what does that mean? What is a <laughs> what is a soccer fag? Soccer to me is a girl's sport. <laughs> There's. There's a few of them out there that is definitely one of them. Um, really, you watch soccer to see attractive women run up and down the field and uh, the, the pitch. And uh, when you're what a guy, what is a pitch? Well, that's what they call it. It's, it's, what? It's a field. It's a pitch. It's, a, it's just what they call it. I never heard that called the pitch. Well, look it up. Now you've learned something. I'm like, ah, the only thing I'm going to learn. <clears throat> But yeah, I, I don't disagree. I think soccer, most soccer players, even like FIFA and fucking World Cup, you tap them on the elbow, they're rolling around for a half an hour. I don't disagree with you. So, continue. So, we were playing soccer in gym class, and mm-hmm. he was a soccer player, and decided that because the ball was nowhere near me and he wanted to try to make a dick out of me more than he already may have the first couple days of school behind my back, mind you, he decided to do a slide tackle, which was completely unacceptable where I come from, because he slid tackled me to the ground. Because he wasn't white. No, sorry, right. he was he was a white kid. Just so he slid tackled me to the ground, and I got up as any normal animal at eleven and twelve years old, twelve and thirteen years old, and I punched him in the face. Twenty nine. <clears throat> so I punched him in the face and got suspended from school for several days. Mm-hmm. So that was your first experience at Kutztown. That was yeah, one of the first experiences at Kutztown. So after you stayed here a while, did you decide, well, you know, looks like we're kind of getting roots here. Should I kind of open myself up to meeting people, not meeting people, but letting people into my life? No. No. Not at all. Why not? Why are you so closed off? Because I had, I had what I had and I was fine with that. I had... My brothers and my family. That goes away. It, it has gone away. Yes. Strikingly, it, it is gone. Um, but that's just the way it was. I don't know. I was growing up. I was. I grew up in that environment. It's just like oh, this is this is your family. Even all the way up to senior, my senior year of high school, and I had known people for many years, and I have great friends now that I was in school with. I was more focused on what I was doing. I didn't really give a shit what anybody else did, and uh, you know. Just enjoyed doing football, enjoyed doing sports, and you know, didn't really care one way or another what anybody else was doing. Didn't make a difference to me. I would joke around, I would sit with people at the, you know, lunch, but it wasn't like it was a big deal to me. I didn't hang out with people. Just well, that's not entirely true. You've told me stories of friends and things like that, and for instance, prom and yes. things like that that we don't need to discuss if you don't want to, but. You did, you did open up a little more by your senior year, junior and senior year of high school. I mean, you played football. You probably built relationships through that that you, you know, still probably hold close today. I mean, I know you do with some of the people because you mentioned them and I know them as well. 
But why the why the big wall there? Well, I, what 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 did keeping to yourself? What was the end goal there? Like, I'm not going to talk to anybody. I'm not going to you know fuck it. I'm worried about myself, and that's it. My family, and that's it. What was? There's got to be an end game there. No, no, it's the same thing we talked about the other day at work. Um, you know, you're like, oh yeah, you know, counselor, this, that, and the other. My response was. I don't fucking remember this conversation. I don't listen to half the things we say. Well, my, my response was, I don't need a counselor. I'm, I'm oh, not, this was not this. the other day. This was this was a couple weeks ago. So, in that regard, maybe it's psychologically, I just... But yet you, you, know, do, you do need that, and we've talked about this. You, you, you brought up that you can't go because of your time, your, your schedule of your day. And then, like, the following weekend, that schedule didn't matter anymore. Okay, let's bring it up. You have a, have a son. We won't talk about him too much. But uh, your, your excuse was, I have to get my son home from school or whatever it is. You have to let him in the house or be there when he gets home. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a week later, you're like, oh, I got this to do after work. Oh, my son, we live a block away from the school. It doesn't matter. He'll get home all right. It's fine. So you made excuses because I think you're afraid to find out what you're going to hear. And what you're going to realize about yourself. I mean, it's probably the same excuse I was trying to make to, to not this today. We both tried to make excuses yeah, to I, do this today. I, I probably realize that. It's, 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 it's a pain in the ass when you deal with anxiety. Uh, yeah. You you're know? talking to a guy who took two Xanax a day at the end of last wrestling season. Let me ask you. Did you take a Xanax today? No. You really didn't. I have not taken a Xanax. Is my cat trying to get in here again? And paw under the fucking door. Um, I have not taken a Xan... Well, no, I lied. I've taken... Two Xanax this month. Mm. That's it. And it's mainly due to going to therapy. It's... it's due to going to Pound Town. Well, going to Pound Town is always fun. Amelia's been treating you. As it always is. Going to Pound Town is fun. Honestly, like I said, Pound Town is a great time. And her father hopefully isn't listening to this because I think he liked the page. But I was phenomenal yesterday. Were you phenomenal? I was phenomenal. You know, I, I had some grade A moves in there. I'm not going to discuss them, but I had some grade A moves in there. Did you do a double uppercut and a little underhook? I don't know what that is. Do I don't know what that means. No, no. But I did have. I, I pulled out all the. I pulled out all the stops, as they say. Did you? Yes. Let's hear about these stops. I'm not going to talk about the stops, but I. Uh, I did, as I usually do in Pound Town, I pulled them out. And that is exactly how it ended. So, also, (laughs) what the hell were we talking about? Oh, yeah, you being a pussy and not wanting to go to therapy because you're afraid of your feelings. So I don't have feelings. Yeah, that's fucking horseshit. Why, again, so you made the excuse not to go. And then like a week, because of your son getting home from school and you didn't want to walk home alone. And then... Like a week later, he walks home alone because you have like a fucking football physical or something that you have to do to a student who doesn't even go to Kutztown. So, why are you so... Like, what's the real reason you're, you won't go? Because you obviously, you can make time for the things you want in your life. Why can't you go and deal with this bullshit? Because it's bullshit. You get anxiety. Even You coach your son... And you, your son goes through like all these like pretty, pretty much plays a sport every every season, which is good because you want to keep kids active. But why 
can't you make time for yourself to fix shit you know is wrong? You know shit's wrong in there. Uh. You do. Look at you. You're smiling. Like, as before, I even finished. You were smiling. So you know you got shit wrong. So why don't you go fix it? Who doesn't? That's like talking everybody. About, but everybody. That's like talking about a childhood. I can sit here and go into yeah, but it's different. The situation, the situation. It's completely different. I think you got a lot of people in the world today that are a bunch of crybabies. And sure, I agree. I'm not one of those people. That's yeah, just the way I and you're driving life. yourself nuts. How? What do you have to take to sleep every night? I can't remember the name of it, but something. Exactly. You have to take something to go to bed every night of the fucking week. That's not every night. Okay, Most three, nights. five out of seven. Five out of seven nights when you're not trashed. Which I understand because I'm a big drinker, but when you're not drinking, you probably have to take a pill to go to bed. Yeah, just about. Exactly, and the reason for that is because you got so much shit going on in your head. Whether it's your kid's sports teams, I, I didn't even mention that. I, I mentioned it, but I didn't finish. Um, your kid plays a sport every season, which is good because you want to keep kids active. But at the same time, you talk to me every day about your kid's sports teams, and I can tell it works you up. Not gonna get into too much detail, but I can tell it works you up. And what doesn't work me up? That's my fucking point here. What <laughs> don't you understand? What I'm saying? Yes. That's what makes me interesting. That's that, what makes me me. That also makes you make terrible decisions and yell That's at people good. and ruin relationships and you fight before you do a podcast that three people are going to listen to. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about that since you brought it up. Alright, let me get one of these fucking sausages here. No, no. Go ahead. My wife decided that... Are we going to mention her name? Because you yeah. mentioned mine. No, I'm not going to mention her name. Why? Why? Because she asked you nicely not to. Yeah, she asked me nicely not to. But anyway. Her name rhymes. Let's <laughs> hear this because you got nothing. Her name... Oh, it's a hard name to rhyme. Her name rhymes with fetching. Which is what she should be doing with sandwiches for my good buddy, <laughs> Griffin Lafer Lafoot. 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 We're going to have to bleep that out, last part out. Um, anyway, so I'm at my friend's house. And you, you got a fiance. You know. You know how I it do. goes. You, you know how it goes. I know the game. I'm having a great time. I have plans made. You know, yesterday, the day before, I said, this is what's going on today. I got work, which I fucking hate. Nah. I go to work. Uh, she's up, gives me shit before I go to work, which kind of pisses me off. But whatever. I go over to a friend's house, having a beer, playing a little bit of FIFA. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Did you say she pissed you off before you went to work today? Yeah. Did uh, she piss you off today? A little bit. What happened? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So... Isn't that the fucking start of the story? No, it's not the start. This is the... She pissed you off before you went to work today. That's the start. Yeah, but... So, at the beginning of the day, the morning when I woke up, the med-ed... My electricity uh-huh. went out, and we had a little bit of an argument on who was going to call. And really no big deal. Now, she was home all day there, right? She was home all day today. Okay. She you had to go to work. You got up at like 3. Yes. Come in, to, come in to work. and When you say 3, you mean really mean like 6 o'clock. Cause oh, you started at 7. I'm sorry. I started at 5. I get up at 3 to go in. So you started. You got up at 6. So it's like she knew. She knew that I was going to have a good day today. I'm going to hang out, have some guy time, you know. Unwind, have a few drinks. Drinking for her, for some reason, I don't know. Maybe somebody in her family may have some type of alcoholic problem. Who would that be? I don't know. Who would you think? Her dad doesn't really, does she? I don't know. 
maybe her aunt, maybe her grandmother, I don't fucking know. Either way. <laughs> so she knew she could just tell that I'm going to have a good time. And I know there's probably a lot of your listeners that are, you know, sitting there shaking their head if you've even gotten to this point saying, yeah, my wife knows. I'm about ready to have a good time today. And she finds a way to put the taser to my, <laughs> to my testicles. It's like, I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to hang out. Gonna Not without out. me. No, no, no. No fun without me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you, in her book, you can have fun Gretchen, without I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. I take your side 100%. Fretchen. Fretchen. Uh, yeah, yeah, Fretchen. Yeah, I didn't, I, didn't just, I didn't just say your name. So. I did. <laughs> You can have fun without alcohol, which I don't agree with at all. You can. No. You can have fun no. without alcohol. It's just fun with alcohol enhances the fun you're already having. That's how I look at it. Hmm. I, I can have a great time completely sober, but it's more fun while drinking. It 100% is. So I decided, you know, I called her up and said, hey, you know, I'm at, a, at, at Jeff's house. What time are you going to be home? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, hey, I'm going to be home when I get home. I don't know. I don't know how long I'm going to be at his house for. I don't know how long I'm going to be. Well, you said you were going there. Well, plans change. He had things going on, blah, blah, blah. I'm at Jeff's house. I'm going to go over to Justin's house, and then I'll be home. Well, my mom invited us to this church gathering. That sounds fun. I would... Church gathering. I said to her, listen. I would have went to the church gathering. I would have went there. I am not a part of that church. It is fucking weird. It is weird. Very weird. I don't want to go. And to make things better, I got to go with her mom, which I don't have a problem with her mom. I like her mom. Her mom's very nice. If you hear this, I'm not talking <laughs> bad about you. I just don't like spending time with the in-laws. No offense. Just saying. It, it happens. It happens. Uh, At a church gathering with people you don't know. All I'm imagining is I'm going to get in there and they're going to try to take me into a room and indoctrinate me into their what church. What the fuck did you just say? Indoctrinate. <laughs> indoctrinate. They're going to pull me in the back <laughs> and they're going to make me believe things that I don't want to believe. Well, why would you believe them if you don't want to believe them? Because that's what they do. Is that what this church they, thing would be today? I, I don't know, but then why would that? Why would I go to a thing that I'm not invited? Like, it's a church gathering. I don't. Who care has for, fun at a church gathering? On saying, a Saturday. On a Saturday. That's that's the problem. And then on that top I that, of that, which makes things even worse, I get shit over it, and I'm like, it was oh. probably an intervention, to be honest with you. <laughs> Justin, I'd like to read a letter to you. You haven't been the same. You're not the same, Justin. I knew when we first met. You're even more of a douchebag, which is something I didn't think you could be. And if you don't change, I will no longer... Whatever the hell your wife does for you. Probably nothing, but I'm just... <laughs> well, it's definitely not making sandwiches, that's for it's sure. It's not making sandwiches. It's not fetching sandwiches. No. <laughs> She's going to be so pissed that I call her fetching. <laughs> so, literally... Oh, miss, I'm on the Falcons website. Calm down. It'll be all right. <laughs> She was on the Falcons website, right? We were. Yeah, I thought so. so Well, not. It wasn't because of you. Yeah, it wasn't because of your dumb face. So either way, Uh, then it turns into well, if you're not going to this, then you're going to the birthday party tomorrow for your nephew, which all of her family is going to be there, and I can't stand her ex or her sister's ex-husband. Fucking hate his Yeah, but it's a nephew. What's bad about that? No, I'm not even being a dick here. Like, it's a nephew. You're technically an uncle. Do you have a relationship with the kid? Not really, no. Ah, well, then I 
guess who fucking cares? But but the whole family's gonna be there. Yeah, it's a thing you gotta probably do. And then I hear, oh, I'm like, oh, you know, we got a party that we've already committed to, Fretchen, and uh, I don't want to miss the party that we committed to. Well, we'll just have to be late. Well, you know, that's not right. We committed to it, so we should probably go to it. Or, you know, it's just not well, why are you gonna be late? It's tomorrow. What do you got tomorrow? This birthday party. So now well, you didn't tell me about a birthday party. I'm telling you about the birthday well, party as we're talking. You didn't fucking tell me there was a birthday party before you told me there was another event. No. No. So I was told... You just said we're going to be late and you gave me no reason why you would ever be late. Timer. Well, how about you back up? So, today... Fucking cocksucker. Today... I just spilled my beer. No. That's because he's drunk. I'm not drunk. He's drunk. My nose is running. Yeah, because you're drunk. No. You're still cold drunk over here. <laughs> I can see a drunk when I see when you. I look in the mirror. Is that what you're about to say? <laughs> anyway, I'm sitting over here sipping on an entire bottle of whiskey, which my good buddy yeah, Jay Worley, because my father can't drink it because he gets violent at New Year's Eve events with the family. <laughs> well, see, then you know how it goes at family events. I do, I do, but it was still it's, it ends up being a story though. So I kind of I don't hate that stuff. You don't hate your dad getting violent at family Well, events? he didn't get violent. He stood up and stumbled towards somebody who was recording him with his iPhone because he couldn't put his shoes on. <laughs> oh. but, but at the same time, it, once it's done, like a week later, it becomes funny. To you? To women? No, but to me and that. my family. Well, like my, my, mother, my mother, you know my mom. You worked with my mom. I saved her life. She, I mean, you did not save her life. life. I saved her life. Yeah. Saving her life means he let a machine come down on her hands and then said, hey, don't let that come down on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> when you say it like that, that doesn't sound well. No. no. That's not how it happens. But uh, my mother grew up in a house where she's the only, only girl with three brothers. Mm. And it was she was constantly getting picked on and, tort, you know, whatever. She was the... She, you know, she's the oldest. And uh, so she got picked on by those guys and my uncles, who I get along with, have great relationships with. They're funny fucking guys. It's probably where I get some of my sense of humor from. And they, and, and that's how she grew up. So she could take a joke. Fiance, not so much. And it doesn't sound like your wife does it very well either. I, I just think it's because, did your wife have brothers? Did she have a lot of brothers? Girl? She had one brother, which is way younger than her. Yeah, so there wasn't that relationship. Like, my whole family, whenever we get together, well, my whole family, on my mom's side, which is basically my family because my dad's side we don't talk to. But that every get-together is just a shit-talking session. And I love that. That's, one of my, that's my favorite thing about hanging out with that side of the family. Well, my family. It's the only side. Um, it, it's a shit-talking session, and she gets it. My aunt, my aunt uh, Wendy, or uh, my uncle Goose, his wife's Wendy, and uh, she she can take it as well. Like, it's the environment that's around us. Like, we all can take a shot, you know? And I think that's important because if that's what, you know, Amelia's gotten better over the years, but... At first, when I started, like, I would shit on her for doing something. She would take it very personally. Instead of understanding that it's just a fucking joke. I'm just busting your balls. But women seem to have a harder time with that than men. Now, if she has a whole side of the family that can't take that, well, with your personality, that could be an issue. Hmm. 
Do you think she have, do you, can her fam, does her family bust balls with each other? Or? No. No, it's very serious. Oh, so, you look nice. Let, you do too. Let me tell you a little story quick. Three years ago, my father-in-law went to pick something up behind me, and I made a fart noise. This like a... First off, that's, that's not even funny, but go ahead. Anyway, every time I see this man... He brings up that I farted in his face. And he can't understand And he won't was... let it go. I don't know. I've told him a hundred times, Russ, I did not actually fart in your face. I made a noise with my mouth. I love how you're naming everyone. But <laughs> I will not name yourself. Regardless, I pretended to fart in the man's face, which it is what it is. I was kidding. And it just has not let it go since. Well, you and your fart... I don't know if you want to talk about that. So we'll, we'll move on. But, uh, okay, so we're not at where we are. Did we get into the conversation of why you're... Why As I told you, though, before we go any further past this, because if my wife just heard me talking about her father, she's going to be very upset. I love my wife. I love my wife. I love my wife. Just oh, that sounds out. familiar. That sounds very familiar. That sounds like uh, another gentleman we work with whose name rhymes with... Oh, fuck. Schnitzel. Well, that's not rhyming. That's just adding a letter to his actual last name. <laughs> his name rhymes with Boa Flitzel. <laughs> so young Boa loves his wife. Apparently he made that abundantly clear the night of his bachelor party, which his wife should be proud of. However... Was it because he was feeling a little guilty from too many... He was feeling... Adult drinks. Well, you know what? Well, I don't know. I mean, you say when you're drunk, you speak the truth. And for my fiance's sake, I hope that's a lie. (laughs) Because we have had horrible... Well, that's why I don't drink the uh, brown liquor. These horrible fights. Let's hear about it. Let's oh, God. I know you got one in the it, you, Let's hear about it. It usually results from me drinking Jack Daniels or, you know, rum, dark rum, or any brown liquor in general. Is it because it's brown? I don't know, but I can... Does your body not like brown? Is that the problem? <laughs> I know what you're going for here, and I'm not going to give in to that. Uh, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> yes, my body rejects brown. But uh, the uh, every time I seem to drink Jack Daniels or like Calico Jack or Single Barrel or Gentleman Jack, I'm fine ninety five percent of the night. Ninety five. I'll go ninety five because I'm giving another five percent to she's telling me we need to leave and I react poorly. <laughs> well, you do you need more ice in your drink? Because you're making like you. You just swallowed a load face. <laughs> cool. I take it Amelia swallows loads in, huh? <sighs> On occasion. <laughs> On occasion. Can I ask? Well, first of all, are you going to let me fucking finish my story? Oh, you're jumping around on me. I'm not jumping around on you. Time out. I just need to know. Did, did she stop swallowing the loads early on in the relationship? Let me tell you something. Did she used to do it more often? Or is it something that just became like uh, the norm of like, uh, I don't uh, do that uh, anymore uh, because uh, I'm a classy woman and no, you put the ring on no, it and no, absolutely. I'm not just not doing that anymore. No. The, what happened was we had, and you better be ready to talk about some shit now, <laughs> just so you know. We had a very difficult early years of our, uh, that's a bad way to say it. We had a very difficult early stage of a relationship 
when I moved out to Pittsburgh to live with her, she was a virgin. Really? Yes, I believe I've told you this before. Hmm. Um, but did you tell so that's, It was a nice fake surprise. But, <laughs> but um, she was a virgin. And I... How the fuck old was I? I was maybe just 21. But I had been in relationships for years and, you know, they were sexually active relationships. But the first one with a woman though, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most of them with myself. <laughs> um, so, when I moved out there, it was a it, it was a lifestyle change because you had to go back. I, like, I went backwards as far as that part of my life went. Uh, we did things, obviously. But sex was off the table. So we, we did everything pretty much instead of that. <clears throat> so it was off the table altogether. Well, she wanted to wait till she got married. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, trying to, I'm just trying to figure out my big You're trying to figure out how to say words properly with your big fucking stupid lisp. He's getting uncomfortable now. I can feel it. Anyway, <laughs> we're getting real deep into this. Time. We're not getting that we're deep. I've told you this story already. It doesn't bother me. Good. And, it, live, and her, so it's not live, live, you dummy. We're taping it and putting it out on Sunday. This is Saturday. Anyway. Stupid. So, you moved out to... <laughs> Gotta put a windscreen on there. You left your family, which, from what we have talked about, you're very close to. Yes, I am. And that was, you that was tough. You moved out there. It's tough. You moved out there yeah. with no... Poontang on true. the table. It's true. I thought I could change things. I thought I was going to change things. Do you know that if I would tell you the same story, you probably would call me a bitch? Or... I wouldn't call you a bitch. Boa Snitzel. I would... <laughs> which are one and the same. Uh, I, uh... I don't, yeah, probably. I'd probably make fun of you for it. Very disturbing. I'd probably make fun of you. I'm losing disturbing. for you. Yes, it's very disturbing. disturbing. But... I probably I probably make fun of you for it, and okay. you. But here's the thing: looking back on it, she'll actually say, "Yeah, I was a fucking bitch." Like early in the relationship, she said that to me. Wow. Uh, early in the relationship. The fact that she admits that. Yeah, that's that that's, takes that's, a lot. That's, that's the first step. Sure. Just the, the, the first step to solving your problem is admitting you have one, and she admitted she had a problem. Not giving it up to you was a problem. Sounds like a problem. Yes, she definitely should. Yes, have. I let, let me tell you something. I tried everything, by the way. I did. You give her the fa-la-la-la-la? Oh, I gave her the fa-la-la-la-la. I gave her the. I gave her the heedle-eedle. I gave her every little thing I could try to possibly. I feel like I'm at a Jewish Christmas right now. Every noise that you're making just sounds. You just said. <laughs> you just said. I feel like I'm at a Jewish Christmas. That doesn't exist. You fucking stupid bastard. <laughs> what is a Jewish Christmas? What, Chinese food? I think that's what they do on Christmas. They all order Chinese food. So, when I was a, when I was a kid, everybody she that was... She Christmas. Everybody <laughs> that was Spanish was a Mexican. Spanish. That's kind of what a Jewish Christmas is to me. Just... What does that mean? It's ignorance. You know what I mean? It's just like... You think I was... What, so, you think I was ignorant? No. My comment was ignorant. Though, oh. What I'm comment of what? Jewish Christmas. It's their time period of when their holiday is, Jewish Christmas. Yeah, this makes no sense. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Anyway, let's get back to back Amelia to and how you went to Pittsburgh. I tried. On the hopes and dreams, like living on a prayer from Bon Jovi. Yes, very good. Go. Very good. I thought that, uh, you know, eventually over time things would change. And they did, eventually. Over time became a year. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Over time became a... 
Let's clap some more. Over time, it came a year. Uh, but I made many attempts within that year. Like, uh, for some reason, Edwin McCain's I'll Be was like a song that we, like we, it was like our thing. So I went out there one weekend because I was still living at home at the time. And I thought, okay, I'm going to put all my eggs in this basket right now. And uh, I, I burned on a CD, Edwin McCain, I'll Be. And then I took it there. I dressed in like a button-down black shirt, had a little bit of the chest hanging out. I was in shape back then. I was in shape, Justin Worley. And uh, I like dressed nice. I had nice shoes on. I, I wore like a casual, a business casual type, you know, clothing. And I went there. I put rose petals. I bought rose petals. I put them from the living room of her apartment into the bedroom. She walks in the door from, I don't know, fucking getting back from class. She was in college at the time. And uh, as soon as she walks in, she sees me there with roses and the rose petals on the ground. And I, I push play. The Edmund McCain song starts playing. We dance. We slow dance in the middle of the living room. And you have the largest boner ever. Go yeah. Ahead. And we go. And thank you for acknowledging the size. Uh, we go into the bedroom. And we start doing stuff. I go to start having sex. Like I go to, you know, you know what you do. You do the old, oh, your vagina very dry. I'm going to put, my penis is like chapstick. I'm just, <laughs> you do that thing. And all of a sudden the hand comes up. No, 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 <laughs> And I'm like, holy fuck. What the hell do I got to do? What the hell do I got to do? So I was not happy at that point in time. And we've had many blow up fights over this subject. From back in the day, like many, where I would walk out and go to the bar down the street and fucking get trashed and come home and she was in bed and we went, you know, the early years were tough, but you know what? We made it through all that. And I think that matters. Like we're going to be together 10 years next August and well, it's coming up nine years right now. August 1st is nine years. And I think that matters. I really do. I think if you can get through the bullshit and still be together, like I can under... As stupid as this is, like Sinbad is a, is a hacky comedian, but he has a, oh, I don't think, I don't know if he's hacky. I'm not in comedy. People say he's hacky. I don't know if that's true. But I think he's funny as hell. And he has this bit where him and his wife were married, got divorced, and like something like nine years later, remarried. Because they were both single for nine years and realized, fuck, these people are fucking crazy. I can deal with your bullshit, but these fucking, fuck these people. So they got back together. And I think that ma- that says something. Like... I can deal with her hangups and she can deal with my hangups. Until he finds out how many guys she fucked. Yeah, while I don't together. think that, that, that. I don't know that that in matters. In your mind, you may not want to think about well, What are you doing? Asking her? Hey, how many guys? And, and then you're going to get mad. Why do you even. You don't even question well, I'm that. hoping that you have a listener that's had situations that have occurred like this and now they're thinking about it. How many dudes has my woman after we I don't think you think... Would you think about that? Oh, I don't think about it. What are you doing? You're setting yourself up for failure. Good. Good? Why is that the anxiety of my life. And how many girls would you fuck in nine years? There's there's a difference. Why? Oh, here we go. We're going to go to my lock? Yes, we're going into the lock. I stole this from somebody, by the way, but I forget who I stole it from. If you're... What the fuck is the thing? Okay. If you're a key... That can open a lot of locks. You're a great key. If you're a lock that gets opened by a lot of keys, you're a shitty lock. And I think that's accurate. 
Yeah, but, it is. But much. at the same time, in nine years, why do I care what the fuck she did? Unless she's fucking a guy that's like my best friend or that's going to be involved in my life. I don't care. Hmm. Why would you care? You're not going to see that guy. Fuck him. You think your wife didn't fuck anybody before you? Just Luckily, I can say no, she didn't. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Did your wife ever or your fiancé ever say to you before you guys had sex or after you had sex, you know, I was, I was, I was intimidated by your dick. That's actually cool. That's pretty damn cool. That happened, yeah. Not that she's telling the truth, but... <laughs> <laughs> but did Amelia ever say that? She's a virgin. She's never seen a dick before. before no, that's not true. That's not true. I don't think... <laughs> I don't know why I argued that point so that... I don't know why I argued that. I should have said no, no, she hasn't. But uh, I don't think that's true. She, she lived with a guy. She lived like her ex boyfriend lived with, lived in her apartment and like it was, and that poor fucker got none. Got none. Jesus Christ! But he got. I don't think he was paying all the rent. Like he got. <laughs> he got. I'm assuming he got what I got. Until, well, no, I did give her the old. I gave. I did a great salesman job on the one thing. What's the one thing? Well, I read this article online that said, uh, "And Amelia and your parents, please turn this off right now." But uh, I read this article online that says teen girls are having more anal sex than they've ever had, like, than ever before. And it's because they want to save their virginity for marriage. So they feel like having anal sex, they still keep their virginity. So I'm like, this might be a way to get something. So I put it to her that way, and it worked. It worked fucking phenomenally. So... I did. I did get more than her ex-boyfriend, but her. Ex, I mean, she's. I'm sure she's done stuff with him where she's seen his fucking dick. I, I mean, Christ, they live together, getting out of the shower, changing. I'm sure she's seen his fucking dick. Well, he's an emo little fucking weirdo. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, you get no problem with the guy that she was with before. You. What am I gonna say? He's a emo people weirdo. People date other people. People date other people. Sounds like you no. He was a psych. No, he was. You he, haven't put any thought into who she was with before. No, right? I know of the guy because while he was still living there, we started talking, and they weren't together. They weren't together, but we started talking, and that became a problem. Like it was fucked up. He was an abusive dude. Like she had to lock herself in her bedroom, and he'd be banging on the. Who are you talking to? I could hear him on the fucking phone. Like. It, it was bad a couple times. She, he hacked her Facebook, wouldn't give her her password back, like all kinds of crazy shit. Like his grandmother had to, he's from California, I guess. And his grandmother actually had to come from California to take him out of the apartment. It was, it was fucking crazy. The guy's a psycho. But, and the first night I think I moved in there or else I was visiting, one of the things, like they Skype called me. I don't want fucking mustard. Why do you got to move the mustard? Why do you got to move the mustard? Trying to calm me down. No, I'm just telling you the story. Like she had a fucked up old relationship. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but believe it or not, I, I really didn't think I was going to say this in this conversation, but it sounds like you were a step up. Yeah! <laughs> you fucking asshole. And it sounds like you were a step down. <laughs> she sounds miserable. No. <laughs> she sounds miserable. Look, all because you let it marinate. You let it marinate. You let it marinate. Let's tell the story right now of how Fetchin and LaFoot became Fetchin and LaFoot. Where did you meet? Well, we went to high school together. We didn't. Oh, that, that school where you didn't make any relationships, didn't fucking care about people. Uh, yeah, we didn't talk in high school. Not really. She, when we first got together, it's funny because I don't know if it was because she was embarrassed that. You Eating know, sausage number nine. Uh, but she decided to tell people, oh, we, we dated 
graduated in high school, which didn't happen, by the way. And uh, done already. I guess it was kind of like made her feel better. I don't know. So yeah, we got together. I was in Missouri and in college, and you know. So how did you get together when you were in Missouri? Uh, it was on vacation. It was on winter vacation, and I added added a bunch of people that were from Kutztown and, and Facebook, and it was new back then. So hit her up, thought she was attractive, and said, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna be down for winter break. We should get together." Blah 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 blah. So you were just in for a hit and quit it. Is that what you're saying? Not necessarily. No, not really. Sure. The girl you didn't really even talk to in high school. You get on mutual, Facebook. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. We get you get you're on winter break. And you're like, all right, I'm coming home. I'll friend her. <laughs> oh, she's cute. I'll friend her. I'll friend her, and I'll send out. I'll put out the fishing nets and see which one. Grabs the hook and wiggles its way into me, and 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 but I want a relationship out of this on winter break. I, I want not, something serious. I did not say that, but if we had a camera in here now and all the moving that he's doing, he is breathing heavy. It could be from I'm not breathing heavy. It could be from the moving. It could be from the fact. I'm that not he's Harry Kleinhart. <laughs> Harry Kleinhart. <laughs> But no, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say that. I was just in the, you know... Water retention. Yes, in the business of making friends. Bullshit. You don't come home from a winter break trying to make friends. You come home for your winter break and you're looking for a piece of ass to fuck till you go back to school. That's that's not true. <laughs> why, why are you laughing? Not true at all. That is 100% true. Are you actually hearing something through that mic? Through, uh, I mean, through those headphones? Yeah, I hear, I hear a little bit. Echoey bullshit? A little, little bit of echoey bullshit. Uh, yeah. So it makes me feel like I'm actually doing an interview at a respectable place, though. So well, you're not. You should. You should absolutely be in the moment. Um, so you're coming home from winter break. You want a piece of ass, <laughs> and she bites because for some reason she's desperate at that time. No, she and didn't bite. She didn't bite. No, she did not bite. It took. It took a, a, a little while. <laughs> What's a little while? Two months, a month, month and a half. To even hang out. No, not to hang out, but oh. to, to actually... Was the first hangout with mutual friends? Uh, yes and no. We hung out with some mutual friends, and then later on, after we hung out, said, oh, we should meet back up, blah, blah, blah. I thought I was getting it in that night. <laughs> but it didn't happen. What happened? Did you get anything? Uh, yeah, make out and shit like just that. Just a little bit of over the clothes play. Oh well, you knew you were in then. No, I thought I was. Well, in no, that. no, not that night. But I mean, if you get there, you know, okay, I know where this is going. Eventually, I thought it was going there that night. But well, because you're a pig. <laughs> <laughs> yes, coming from you, it takes one to know one. Yes, so continue. So it didn't happen, which was really disappointing. I mean, it is what it is. We hung out a couple. So what did you do when you went home? <laughs> <laughs> the answer <laughs> that was actually just him taking a breath and the air coming out between his two front teeth <laughs> yes that's exactly where it came out of well good response <laughs> so before this yes <laughs> we had a conversation earlier today I'm a very competitive guy uh, I, yeah no shit I, I enjoy winning in life so far, you're not enjoying life then. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, we had a conversation at uh, the place of work. 
And I said to him, hey, when we do this today, if you get burned in between oh, a conversation... Why, why, why can't we just... No, no, no. This is fucking stupid. I, I put it out there as a challenge. All right, I, burn, I burned you like seven times. Yes. You realize yes, this. Yes, and I realize this. But I said, yeah, we should do a chop off. <laughs> if you burn me where I have absolutely nothing to say, you do a Ric Flair chop. He got scared. I, I don't know if it's because I'm a big guy. You're or, not a big guy. I'm four fuck, eight. I am fucking four huge. eight with buck teeth and, and a. When lisp. I say I was going to do a, a Ric Flair chop, I meant with my dick. You're like Rudy with no football skills. <laughs> okay, so there is another chop because you had nothing. Do you know? You don't want to do this. I'm telling. Now, I have a huge bruise around my nipple from the other day at work. Yeah. This guy, I just out of nowhere, walks up. Out of nowhere, or was it after a comment? I'm pretty sure it was after a comment. When he gets burned, he finds a need to a giant my black, nipple. Black so cock then, smack you on the neck. So, That's that mole. It's really not a mole. It's a black cock bruise. <laughs> so then, when I'm at home, getting Chop ready again. to be the conductor of our all-favorite town, Pound Town, my wife likes to say to me, what happened to your chest? And I'm like, well, a guy at work decided that... <laughs> And she says, is somebody hurting you? Aww. Yes. So she pity fucked you that night. That was nice. Oh, I got pity fucked. Did she peg you? Many, many nights. <laughs> Did many she nights. peg you? No, not peg. No, no. No pegging? I've tried to talk her into that a couple times. I it believe it happen. 100%. This did not happen. Where the hell were we? We were talking about you and try, and actually getting together with your wife. And you had some over-the-clothes shit, went home with blue balls. Oh, many, 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 many nights. How many, many balls? nights? Oh, uh, I used to live at my mom's house when I came back from work today. College. <laughs> and I would mark it down on, on the side of the, <laughs> the wall. And there was very many. You would models. mark it down? No, I didn't mark it down. I was just saying so that your dumbass would, uh, would, would believe it, you fucking airhead. So I would mark it down, and <laughs> I basically would own a, a loop. Lubrication company because I used a lot of yeah. lube in that fucking first month and a half. Well, wow. why do you need lube? You fucking every time you speak, oh. you can just spit on your cock. <laughs> I'm so hard right now. Oh, there's lube. <laughs> so, so basically, we did a lot of dry humping. Ah, God, month. that is fun. But it here's here's what I don't like about dry humping. You when when the girl is how old were you at this time? Uh, I was 18 and she was 19. Yes. She at was that taking age, advantage of me, by the way. At that age, the girl's not educated enough to know if you get some pre-cum on your pants, that doesn't mean she made you cum in your pants. So when you get that little... like I don't know if this happened to you. It happened to me. You get up and you have like a little little uh, quarter-sized spot on your fucking pants from dry humping. And you get up and like you're trying to hide it because you don't want the girl to think it came in your pants and then that gets around and you can't. Why are you? Do you want more ice? It's getting a little warm. I can put ice in it because I need another beer anyway. You continue to talk while I go down and refresh the drinks. You're gonna trust me to sit up here and talk. What you say? I don't know. Just talk. Don't take me two minutes. All right, so guys, we talked about doing this for a couple weeks, and Mr. Justin Worley, I'm just saying. I come over to his house, first off. He did not give me a tour. I find that to be quite disturbing, that he did not give me a tour of his house. I was really looking forward to the place of business that he does. 
I wanted to see the entire setup because, you know, he's a little bit of a weirdo with his sexual ex exports. Glad he's not here to hear me mispronunciate that word because he's a fucking pronunciation Nazi. He didn't show me his house at all. He walked me through the kitchen, offered me a beer. I said, I'll take a whiskey. And this guy pretended like he didn't have any whiskey until I seen the whiskey and said, Mr. Justin, you have whiskey sitting in there. I'm going to need some of that whiskey. And which he did oblige and give me some, which was very kind and courteous of him. And uh, I'm probably going to drink the rest of it. Or he may roofie me because he just took my drink downstairs and uh, putting ice in it. So then we go a little bit of a cigar smoke and he's cooking his meat. As I'm coming into his house, I notice these little colored pebbles that he has in his front decor. So weird. Really weird. Worley is like a six foot one, six foot, 250 pound man with little mermaid pebbles in his front yard. They're like little glass, blue, red, pink. It's fucking weird. It's creepy, it's weird, not acceptable. Then I go into his bathroom at some point and notice that he has a sign that says, go with the flow. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's just, it's, it's very strange. This guy, he definitely has a couple skeletons in his closet. And I'm hoping we get him out on the show today because I know you guys want to hear the deep down dirt that he's been hiding for a long time. And we're getting it out of him today because I'm going to dig real deep. Um, and we're going to get it from him. He's coming back and it could be his fucking monster cat. He's got this cat that's fat. Here we try this Mississippi mud. He's got this cat, right? It's, this cat is super fat. And which, by the way, we're <laughs> talking about this cat that he has. <clears throat> so, he's giving me a cup because he's drunk and doesn't realize that I already have an entire fucking cup of whiskey. Let me tell you, this is like a big fucking wine cup. Half of it's full of whiskey. And he's handing me another cup. Anyway, so he's got this... Mississippi mud. He's got this cat, right? Big, fat, furry cat. And I'm going to tell you... What's wrong with my cat? No, nothing. It is obscenely fat, though. It is fat. So, my wife, Fretchen, is super allergic Fetchin. to cats. Fetchin. And as soon as I got into his house... Do you want me to pour that? I love cats. Cats are great. I love them. But I stay away from them. I hated cats when I was growing up. I, I used to have a cat. His name was Neil. So... Neil? Neil. Neil. Yes. My dad was... Like a, Neil. Yes. Not Neo. Neil. That's fucking weird. My dad was a huge Chiefs fan. And Chiefs? A, yes. Kansas City Chiefs. Who was uh, Who was Neil on the Chiefs? Lorenzo Neal? Neil Smith. <laughs> That's a fullback Lorenzo Neal for the Chargers. <laughs> yes. So, anyway. My wife is allergic to cats. Uh, I see this cat because she... That's pissed. funny. That's funny because you're allergic to pussy. <laughs> That's yeah. it's kind of similar, right? That's fucking lame. Ugh. So anyway, I'll let you talk for five minutes. I'm allergic to cat. My wife is allergic to cats. 
I see this cat, and I just said, man, you know what? Man. I'm going to make sure that I get this cat all over my clothing, so when I see her, she has oh, an allergic God. reaction, and hopefully this is at this church function that I need to be at in a few hours. And maybe when she's having this allergic reaction, she'll be like, hey, by the way, I'm having an allergic reaction to I don't know what. And I'm going to say to her, I don't know what you're having an allergic reaction you're, you're to. You're having either. a lot of resentment right now. And we're going to leave this stupid church function, and we're going to be done with it. I don't know how you can have these fucking headphones on. Well, I hope you were entertained by Mr. LeFoot during my absence. Um, where the fuck were we? Okay, so you were trying to get pussy for like a little while, and she made you dry hump for like a while, and then you had a rash on your cock, and then went, Stop touching me with your fucking feet, you faggot! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Anyway. Um, I didn't realize how ugly your feet were. They're like. My feet are ogre, What are wrong with my feet? Ogre feet. My gout foot, my gout foot. Yes, yeah, so I looked down and he's got gout feet. Let's talk real quick now. No, we gotta go back to this. Uh, hold on. We gotta go Let's, back to why, why you're not with we your... We need to talk about the medical issues <laughs> that you're having currently. Because you're an alcoholic and your alcohol is ruining your life. And then not being able to drink... I wonder what Fetchin would think about your alcohol make, intake. Makes you fucking miserable. It does, you're, yes. you're a miserable person when you're not drinking. At therapy, they said that'll get less. As time can, goes on. Because I did discuss that. And they're lying to you. No, they're not lying they're to you. They're lying to you. That's why I don't go. Because they tell you lies. No, they said over time. They said what, I'm feel, what, I, what I felt my first week was normal. Uh, and what I felt this week was normal. And like over time it gets less and less. Which I believe. It's like anything else. Yeah, it's almost sort of like not getting pussy for... A year. year. And it's like yeah, less and less you're going to want it. That's and not look, true. Look at God. It's Look, not true. It's well, a lot. Well, the, the natural. Well, you're you're you're. It's two different things. The natural male instinct to have sex and reproduce is something that can't be you know trained away unless. You, never mind. God, I wanted to say it so bad. No, go ahead. What, what you Nothing. Say? You might be able to say it, but I can't say it. Are we talking about a little birdie that you may? Want yes, to? there's a little birdie, but I'm not going to get into detail. But uh, unless. Unless uh, is there a football team named after this? Yes, movie? yes. Uh, the football team actually is the plural word. So, <laughs> we have a coworker. That uh, oh fuck! We can't talk about this. I don't think we can talk about this. Can you legally not talk about it? Did you sign any? I think job-wise, I don't know if I can talk about it. No, we won't talk about it. But let's just say we have a coworker. He's a little weird, and uh, he likes to go by the name of Raven. Yes, yes, he does. Well, he, well, he wants to go. Anyway. She, I guess, would be the proper. But she, she wants to go. Although I, I don't, I don't agree with that because biology doesn't. You can change your name all you want, but biology doesn't fucking change. So it's the same. It's it's a guy. It's a guy with boobs. <laughs> sure. Well, when you take any hormones, like there's weightlifters that fucking take testosterone and steroids that pumps their testosterone like through the roof, and then they end up with bitch tits when they get off steroids. Because their body doesn't produce testosterone. So they have high estrogen levels, which gives them tits. Did you take steroids? I never took steroids. Never then why do you... Yeah, 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 here we go. I walked right the fuck into that. That's... But you know what's weird? Wait till your body goes to shit. I can't fucking wait till you're fucking 5'8 and 230 pounds. I can't fucking wait. It's coming, buddy. You wait till your kid's like in high school and you can't work out with him anymore. 
Let You're me done. T- let me tell you. You're done. My dad. You're gonna be a fat little guy with a lisp. <laughs> let me let me tell you, let me tell you, Roy. We were we were getting into it a little bit earlier, but my dad, believe it or not, he was telling me he weighed three hundred and fifty oh, pounds. I hope that happens to you. Oh my god! I hope so bad. And then I hope you have plantar fasciitis, pounds. like your like your coworker, and you sweat and you retain water pounds. from tying your shoes. I can't wait. He told me he lost forty pounds and now he only weighs three ten. Who? And he's dad? Yes. And he's five foot eight. Actually, I'm taller than he is. Yes, yeah, so you're five foot eight and a half. Five foot, foot eight. Five foot. Anyway, Actually, so back, back to back to what we were talking about. You were dry humping. You got to look at your license to know how tall you are. What is wrong with you? Oh, you were a fatty here. You are five. 5'10", which is fucking horseshit. <laughs> There's no way you're 5 fucking 10. Not to mention, you what look are, like... What are we talking about? If you tanned in this picture, you could work for ISIS. Are we looking at... <laughs> what are you looking at there? Your you fucking got, picture. And I love how your, your eye color is brown. Your driver's... I'm looking at your driver's license. He's looking at my driver's license. Uh, I love how... This, this license is you. One, the height is a lie. Your eyes are brown, but it says Bro. <laughs> it's one hundred percent you because you're a douchey bro. Uh, you, you could be an ISIS member in here. You could be an ISIS member. Let me tell you. You have a fucking widow's peak. <laughs> Let me tell you a little story quick. The, the With no I, mustache. All right. The one time I went to uh, the sands and what of fucking Iraq? The sands of Iraq to fucking hijack a plane? I went to the sands and I may have had oh, a few. Adult beverages. A few? What is a few? A few. I don't know. A couple. Uh, a couple. Uh, or a yeah. bottle or so. So I went there, and I'm assuming because my license says five foot ten, and I'm like five foot eight and three quarters, that the guy decided that he was going to examine it for a good five to ten minutes. And I was drunk at the time. So he fingered your ass. And I may or may not have gotten very fucking pissed off and said, what the fuck? Why are you not letting me into this goddamn casino? It's because you're black. And he looked at me and said, "Oh, well, your license is five foot ten. I don't know if this is a fake or not." I said, "This is not a fake. I am five foot ten. What the fuck, you idiot? Can't you read it?" Yeah, that one. how'd that go? They let me in. Well, why do you got to be a dip like right away? What the fuck is that? Because this is my license. He was like standing there staring at it like he was trying to read. Fucking Hebrew or something. I don't know. Just, well, maybe he was. He was like that. I said, you look like an ISIS fucking terrorist. But then I, I didn't really realize that I'm not five foot ten. Jihadi Lafoot. I just wrote it down <laughs> because it sounded good. Five ten. Why do you gotta be five? What, what's wrong with what's wrong with five eight and three quarters? Because you you, you, you want to be taller. Why? Because you do. So you want to be like me. I want to be. Like Is me. what you're saying. You want to be like me. I want to be six foot six foot one, two hundred and sixty pounds. No, 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 no. We went on the scale. We go. We weigh ourselves on the fucking scale every day at work. Well, I don't do that, Jerry. I don't do that. All Did you say, I, Jerry. Yes, Jerry. Why'd you listening. call me Jerry? Jerry, if you're listening, I don't ever oh. do that. I go to work every day and I work hard from beginning of the shift Bullshit. to the end of the Bullshit. shift. And to the end of the shift, which is 2.48, we get out at three people. Somehow no. he's always first at the time clock. This is not true. This is 100% Completely. true. I bet nine out of ten times it's either her. It's either her. Him, well, her was probably more accurate. Him or his coworker at the time clock first every fucking day. Every day. 
Every day. We have a workstation that we have to clean workstation. up and maintain because we have a coworker named Karen Care. Oh my god. That Dude, you are naming like fucking everybody. How do you not say your name at this point? I just don't want to. I told you people are going to know who you are. Anyway, so she decides to go into taste my that boss. Let me know how that beer is. Every single Mississippi mud. She's going to taste Mississippi mud right now. Every chance she gets, and she bitches and complains. So you got to make sure it's cleaned up. Because if you don't, I'll be getting a note or an email from Jerry saying, Hey, what the fuck? Why isn't this clean? Or I'll get it from Randy. So... It is what it is. Why are we going back to the original topic of why your wife wouldn't fuck you, and why to? Yeah, you can put it on there. Right yeah. And why? Well, no, here you can put it on there. And uh, why she continues to uh, regret her decision to let it marinate. You let it marinate. What? Did she pull the goalie? Was there? A, did she pull the goalie there? Or? I don't know. Or you just went, oh fuck it, I'm drunk. It could be. It could have been. <laughs> You know, it's one of those things I was 18 years old, she was 19, you know. She was nine. It was... <laughs> shit would get Teen, crazy. teen. Shit would get crazy. You know? Like what? what? What would get crazy? Oh, we had a lot of fun times. We, we first what got, happened? We first got <laughs> together, it was everywhere. If uh, her mom and dad are listening, you probably don't want to hear this funny story. Her dad, every time we talk about my child, we went down to dog sit at his house. He seems to think that my son was conceived at his house when we went down to dog really? sit. Really? Oh, every time. Every time. He's a very... He gets these things in his mind and he brings it up all the time. He'll bring it up. Oh, you farted in my face and you waited until I was out of town and you fucked my daughter and got her <laughs> in my house. Which may or may not be true. My wife says she did the whole, you know, the time thing where you decide where you, not decide, but figure out. When oh, you the were, rhythm method? Is yeah. that what that's called? She checks yeah. to see when the conception happened. And it was two weeks before or after. I don't even know. Um, so it, she says it's not physically possible. But every time I see him, it's brought up. Even, you know, probably the next time I see him, it's one of the two things. You farted in my face or... <laughs> You fucked my daughter. You fucked my face. You fucked my kid. <laughs> okay, so we actually the the fucking we're smoking pork belly burnt ends right now out in the smoker. Um, they're about ten minutes away from me pulling them the fuck off of there. Um, so we need to conclude this story of how you met your wife. Well, you met your wife because you wanted a piece of ass on winter vacation, and uh, whether you deny that or not. Um, have you seen my wife? I have seen your wife on Facebook. She's a very attractive lady. So, I mean, I, that's a pretty... I would have done... I'm not saying I wouldn't have done the same. Well, you're trying to make it seem like I'm, you're guilting me into saying that that's... That, I mean... No, but I know that's why you contacted her. Oh, that's not exactly... Do you want to know how I know my fiance? She had a great personality on her Facebook page. <laughs> her personality looked phenomenal. It could look like, I don't know, C-36s or something on those lines. You're, I don't know. First off, stop sounding stupid when you're trying to make a point. C-36s? That sounds like a hotel room. It's 36C. That's how you say it. Not C-36. What is it, a campsite? <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway uh, so you met her. 
You met her, you dry humped for a grand total of like four or five times. And then, how did you finally close the deal? What closed the deal? Uh, I don't know. It was a couple things. I mean, it wasn't, there wasn't anything in particular. It's not like I got down on a fucking knee. I just, I guess I was better at sealing the deal than you were. It didn't take me a year. I didn't try to fuck your wife. I'm just saying. It just... Look... A year and a half is a little long. It was a year. It was a year. And it was it was a marriage thing. It wasn't a I don't have sex thing. I mean it was a I don't I don't have sex till marriage thing. It wasn't I don't know if I like this guy enough thing. So she obviously thought you were kind of a douchebag for a while and wouldn't let you fuck her. But my my fiance, that whole thing was I think it's different. I could be wrong, but I think it's different. I think hers was a I don't want to disappoint my parents and have sex before marriage. And that was the entire driving force. Where yours was, your fiance, your wife, had obviously had sex before, I would assume. And she just was like, I don't know, this guy's got a lisp. I hope if you know if we have a kid, if we have a kid, I hope that doesn't translate. Uh, he's short. I'm actually taller than him. I'm better looking. I have more to offer. I'm probably going to go back to school without him wanting me to. <laughs> in a relationship. That's an inside thing people don't know about. But anyway, so what What happened? When was it? What, was it a special night? Did you guys go out for dinner? Did you go to a movie? Did you go... No, we, uh, she came... Back in a car? She came down to visit me in Missouri. Oh, there you go. Yes. So was that the first time she came to visit you? Yes, she came to visit so me. So the overnight stay is what it took. Well, no, I, I, she lived in Pennsylvania. She, well, you, she went to Missouri to see you, though. She came down to see me. Was this the first and, night and overnight? When I, when I, when she stayed for like uh, an entire You're week. fucking missing the point, you jackass. Was this the first time you guys have actually slept overnight together? Yeah, maybe. I there it is. That's it. That's all you needed. You needed the overnight stay. Sometimes the overnight stay is all you need. That all you need? I think so. And so, you guys live together. Shut up! <laughs> a year. Good, good point. All I'm saying is right now... I said sometimes, though. I would be giving you a chop. I'm just saying. saying I'm Actually, I think I owe you like 18 chops. You do. But... I think you, what we need to do is we need to get a camera in here so next time we do this, it's live. So that the people what is that are... with you in live? The people that are listening can see... Well, yeah. I think there should be a video aspect to this. That's absolutely something absolutely. we need to do. A chop. Also, on top of this, you know, since, since we're talking about your audience, I'm glad that I got to be on your show before your buddy Troy Moyer. Oh, boy. Because, first off, I'm a way better co-host <laughs> or guest w- host. WWF. I am just... I, I, go ahead. Sure, go ahead. No, no, no. Problem with yourself. Go ahead. Better looking guy, you know... Funnier guy, uh, just you name it, I'm probably better. He's an alcoholic, and I still could out drink him. I'm just saying. <laughs> First off, Troy Moyer is a great guy. He developed the theme song for this podcast. Uh, I enjoyed it very much. He's helped me out a lot throughout the years, and we used to do a podcast together. So, Troy, this is not; those are not my words, and I can't wait to have you on the show. But you and you and uh, Griffin, ugh, Griffin. LaFoot have a history and obviously there's still some animosity there. There's no animosity. Well, oh, no, it doesn't first. sound like that at all. I was first for the new show. That's very no true. Animosity. You were first. Um, you got canceled on Troy <laughs> and he brought in the real deal. 
It's not I'm true. Sorry. It's true. It's, it's all true. true. Oh, it's true. It's true. It's not it's true. It's damn true. But anyway, that's it for today because I got to go out to the fucking smoker and get some shit off of there. Uh, thank you, Griffin LaFoot, for being on the show. I appreciate you being here, and you're a very funny man, and you're a good friend, and it was a great time. So thanks very much. You're welcome. Wow, what a great ending. Have a good night. Douche. I'm just saying, I don't get upset. Let's get to the bottom of it. I'm just saying, don't you take it personally?